find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, yo, what's good, everyone? How you doing? I hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to another brand new episode of the world famous Behind the Baller podcast. Coming to you live and direct from Hollywood, California, recorded in 100% stereo high definition sound. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. Back Nine Ben, a.k.a. The Wash Lord, a.k.a. The Korean John Cusack. You know the deal. This show is brought to you by none other than the podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis and Jordan Winter. Original music by Lakey, theme song by Illegal Cartel. Guys, it is now Monday. The fuck is today? September 18th, episode 376. I am worn the fuck out getting ready for Chicago, y'all. And I'm feeling new, new, new. You hear that music? Miles, let's get this motherfucking show started. Captain Picks is where you need to be if you want to turn sports betting into a side hustle. I've been telling you all about the company Miles and Jordan Run that's been helping thousands of people around the world. Sports betting isn't going anywhere and millions of dollars are changing hands every single day. Get in the mix, get in the game. Even if you just wanna learn first, that's fine. There's no better way to watch a game than with the captains and their crew. Sign up at captainpicks.com and you'll get access to our Discord community of winners. Football, check. We've got NFL and NCAA on lock. Soccer, check. We got MLS and international. Baseball, check. The playoff push payoff is real. UFC on Saturday nights is amazing. Tennis runs all day. And you know how we get down with the NBA. To get activated, go to captainpicks.com and use the best promotion we've ever offered all sports, one-time daily access is $15 with promo code BTB. One-time subscription gets you three days at $15 a day with promo code ARMYCAPTAINPICKS.COM. We've also got week, monthly, and yearly plans. Wherever in the world you are, it's time to win with Captain Picks. Show your sports book who the boss is at captainpicks.com. So I got to say that last week was a pretty good week. I was on edge. I was expecting some news. And um, it's a victory Monday. So, you know, um, it was ended up being a really good week. And the weekend ended up being good. Um, the only problem is the kids are sick. Yes, all three of them. So they have missed school. And uh, meanwhile... Some better things have happened in my life. Things are changing. Um, trends are getting into the, you know, more in my favor, I should say. Or maybe the stars are aligned or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But um, I'm feeling better and that's important. And um, there's actually, uh, you know, there's still more of a battle to go. 
And I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And, and I feel like I can fucking start my life. I've been talking about this kind of lightly, but it's like it's really starting to finally get down to coming to, you know, um, and this is all shit that I, I've already known about and things that I've predicted. It's just that when people don't think things through, and I'm not saying I'm the smartest person in the room, but I've never been the dumbest person in the room. I'll play possum with the motherfucker, not too deep, because I actually have a heart and I feel bad. And I've tried to talk people out of making bad decisions and they think I'm gaslighting them and then it ends up backfiring on them. And here we are. Anyways, speaking of backfiring, if you guys remember, you know, several years ago, the Me Too movement was moving strong and women were out there. They were fucking crushing motherfuckers. And as they should have been. I do not fuck with anybody who, who beats women, abuses them in any which way. I am definitely one of the motherfuckers that have been like, yo, equal pay. Fuck it. If you're doing the same job, why not? You know, I'm not going to get into the whole situation with the WNBA and NBA. I mean, it's just what it is. If people wanted to watch that shit more, great. But then when you get something like Sex in the City compared to like fucking The Sopranos or whatever, look, man, there's an audience for everything. And it's just what it is, supply and demand, you know. But what I'm here to talk about right now might piss off the 37% of females that listen to this show. Women are the new narcissists. Like I said, it's backfiring. They don't want men to be masculine anymore masculinity is actually has been dying for a little bit not crazy but it's like you know you don't need to be andrew tate but the way i teach my kids that you can have respect you can open a door for a woman you could be chivalry is not dead but at the same time i don't see motherfuckers out there hiring female security guards female bodyguards to protect you know celebrities rappers Rich people, whatever the fuck it is. I'm not saying they're not out there. I'm not saying there ain't women out there who are assassins, whatever. I'm saying in general. If you're talking about, let's say there's 15,000 security guards in Los Angeles alone. And let's say there are women. Let's say there's 20 of them, which I doubt. Maybe, no, no, maybe there is. Do the math, do the statistics. It's not the same. It's really offset. But I came across this amazing passage off my boy, um, I don't know he's my boy, but he follows me and we've chatted a few times. Lewis Hose or Hughes or I don't know fuck how you pronounce his last name, but Miles, cue up that clip. We've created a generation of narcissistic women and what's happened is the rise of social media and the rise of online dating and the rise of feminism has taught women that they are not to blame for any poor choices. Every poor choice is glamorized, so if you want to be a sex worker, it's great. If you want to post in bikini pictures online, it's fine. If you want to be in with it, every poor choice is glamorized and every internal reflection is seen as gaslighting yourself. So they've even got terms for internal reflection to prevent it happening. And so what will happen is they are trained to not reflect on themselves because we've been told we've been oppressed for so many years. Now it's time to make sure we project. And so we don't take any accountability. And as a result, when we get into relationships, if we don't feel completely soothed all the time, he must be a narcissist. He must be a manipulator. He must be gaslighting. He, 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 rather than I, I, I. And unfortunately, we've got an online market that caters to that wounded woman, that caters to that entitled woman, and caters to that narcissistic woman. And it's so wild to me that so many women talk about narcissism, but the society today has just is just catering to narcissistic women. What that woman just said, and she's a psychiatrist, it's pure facts. Makes me think of somebody who I know very well. 
don't want to be held accountable. And, um, you know, right now it's their time and all that shit. And yeah, let me know how that works out for everyone. You know, because we're, we're going through changes right now. There's a lot of changes going on right now. And people are starting to really, um, really noticing again, inflation, the cost of living. People can't buy basic stuff like food and things like that. Meanwhile, people are out there spending and not giving a fuck and not being smart. I'm seeing the car market take a hit. I'm seeing the luxury items take a hit and whatever it may be. And that's great. Cool. You know, do your research, do your studying. You don't need to pay for a course. You don't need to fucking listen to some fake Instagram business guru. I mean, just do a little research. Does it make sense? And again, common sense isn't so common. So I feel bad for some motherfuckers who don't have it and really just believe the bullshit. Right. And I mean, there's that girl um, like two weeks ago. This, um, I don't know if she was Ethiopian or what she was as a black chick. She got hit. Well, she allegedly said she got beat up by some dude, got hit in the face with the brick. Nobody did anything. She held a GoFundMe page for 40K. Come to find out, she'd been doing pranks. She'd been doing all types of shit. And there was no police report made or anything. Yet, she knew the dude who hit her. Come to find out, it was allergic reaction to her face. She looked crazy. And she set up a GoFundMe page, made 40K, and then she's done this two or three times. And I love the internet in certain ways. They just come find people. And uh, found out she had been getting and scamming people for GoFundMes and shit like that. Look, man, we're in a real dark fucking time right now. It's time to motherfucking batten down the hatches and, uh, you know, tighten up the bootstraps and everything. It, it just, shit is going crazy. Scams are all over the place. People are a lot stupider and people are a lot smarter than you think. Just be smart out there, guys. All right. My next bit sounds like I'm talking about something that I don't care about, but it's a little deeper than that. The MTV Awards went on this week. Now, I don't give a fuck about the MTV Awards. I don't really give a fuck about award shows. I do like watching the Grammys. I do like watching the Academy Awards. But I like watching like bits and pieces and pretty much want to know, all right, who won album of the year? Who won? Tell you the truth, the Grammys, not so much. The Academy Awards, I want to know who won the best movie, who won best director, who won best actor, who won best actress. Everything else, cool. Not to say that other people aren't important. It's just what I care about, okay? Just because I care about it don't mean that, you know, it don't get offended. Everyone's so fucking offended these days. MTV Awards, ain't been to one in 20 years. Ain't watched it in fucking 20-something years. I don't give a fuck. But the disconnect is so bad that I'm just looking at shit on Twitter and it's like, people are like, yo, why the fuck is the dude from NCIS on stage rapping? These motherfuckers don't know who LL Cool J is? Like, that that bothers me, man. That's, that's sad. This motherfucker was one of the baddest rappers ever and had a fucking long career, had a lot of albums. Yeah, became a famous actor, but he was a big part of my childhood coming up and that motherfucker had albums that were hard it wasn't like he wasn't rapping that motherfucker was bussing lyrics okay todd james ll cool j was a bad motherfucker i was a huge fan of his got to meet him cool as shit good actor the whole nine if you guys understood what this dude was as a performer and everything this was a bad motherfucker. The NCIS shit is like, whatever. I remember Mac Miller cracked a joke about, you know, seeing LL Cool J sitting in first class and he was like super dope about it. And that was what I loved about Mac. 
Mac respected the OGs. He did his homework. He studied the, you know, his craft and everything. And if you're an actor, if you're a fucking scientist, you're somebody, you should study the ones that flourish before you. Do some homework. It ain't that tough, especially with all the access that we have now. Nobody studies history anymore. And more importantly, nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody like actually likes the satisfaction, the feel of working hard for something and the shit paying off. Okay? Yes, working hard is a thing. Okay? Two. But even if you are genetically blessed with a smart mind, you got to use it. Nowadays, people just expect it. My son, my kids, they're, they're entitled. I get it. Okay? But it's like, yes, work smarter. But work hard too. You want some muscles? Okay, yeah, great. You can go to the fucking plastic surgeon right now and go get Vaser High Def. That's the fake six-pack. You can go do this. You can do lipo. You can do this. That's cool. Some of it does look good. I get you. It is expensive. But trust me, it wasn't nothing like me just intermittent fasting and not spending any money, no fucking courses, eating pretty much what I wanted to do and losing that 50 pounds. Okay? But at the same time, when all you see on TikTok, YouTube shorts, Instagram, social media, where the fuck it is, you see people rocking galley department, you see people rocking chrome hearts, hoodies, this and that, whether it be fake or rich, they want to have this, you know, impression. They want this appearance to look wealthy and not actually be wealthy. They want to look successful, but they don't want to actually work to be successful. And what's fucked up is the divide now between the rich and the poor is sickening. It is absolutely the worst it has ever been in the history of my entire life of living. So what do we do? Anytime motherfucker sees me out there, they see me wearing a t-shirt I got for free. You know, I might be wearing some fucking mob ball and shit here and that I'm sponsored by, but at the same time, I wear Uniglo all the time. I'm in sweats. I try to chill out here and there. Yeah, the kicks might be fresh here and there, whatever. But at the same time, I'm not out there rocking designer all head to toe. My kids ain't tripping like that. You know? Anyways, um, something crazy that hasn't been talked about enough. I mean, I see it, but it's not like blown up. You have to go look for it on TikTok here and there. But there is a cyber attack on the MGM Resorts casinos in Las Vegas. It wasn't that small. It was fucking big. It took down all the MGM casinos, okay? That is the Bellagio. That is the fucking Luxor, Mandalay Bay, MGM. All MGM Resorts were taken down. They weren't just taken down. The client list, the rewards list, you know, the people that fucking that gamble there, the fucking hotel elevators, the, the slots, everything. The biggest cyber attack that's ever happened in Vegas history. This is a multi fucking, I mean, beyond billions. I would even, wouldn't be surprised if the MGM was somewhat upwards of closer to a trillion. Well, it's not BlackRock, but I'm just saying. And it was a huge attack and these hackers basically they did the same shit to Caesars, you know, last month and Caesars paid it off. But, that's just what it is. And it's not out there. And they're making demands. And I think this shit's about to get uglier. But I just wanted to put that to your attention. It's just getting spooky out here. It's getting real fucking spooky. And motherfuckers are sick and tired of the shit. And, you know, um, I don't know. The pushback is crazy. You know? You know how this show goes. We're all over the place. I need to address the dumb fucks. 
talked about this on my Instagram real shortly. But there's supposed to be a gigantic attack on September 23rd. People are trying to align the fucking one cent or one penny or what, what the fuck it is, 25 cent burgers at Wendy's and all the shit that's going on. And people have every fucking conspiracy that you could possibly think of to September 23rd. And then a lot of people are saying there's a comet coming to wipe out the entire universe. So allegedly September 23rd is the rapture. That blank space is just how dumbfounded I am. I cannot wait for September 23rd. I cannot wait to tell people how fucking stupid they fucking are. It's not a Y2K. It's dumber than that. This is beyond no snow so dumb. This is not the fucking Simpsons or whatever. I don't give a fuck if the Simpsons predicted that my fucking next fucking uh, child's name was going to be X1744, like the most ridiculous random shit. Shut the fuck up. People are driving me absolutely nuts with this shit, with the fucking conspiracies. It's ridiculous. It's got to stop. Nothing is going to happen on September 23rd. Jesus Christ, some of the fucking people out there and just the fucking The Rock and this and that and whatever and all this other stuff, whatever. I'm not saying Oprah ain't a piece of shit. It's just fucking, and I'm not saying that this was a natural disaster that happened in Maui. It, they, they could be onto something. It could be really fucked up. But the Pizzagate shit and all this other stuff, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. It's just, again, it's like finding one thing that ties to another and be like, oh my God, did you know the Satan wore purple? I'm just totally making this up. He had purple on the side of his cloak. And like, Oprah Winfrey was wearing purple yesterday. It's that type of shit. Now onto something a little deeper. Russell Brand, the dipshit actor who's, it's actually a smart dude for sure. You, you could be smart. It's fine. And he said some shit that definitely, you know, should raise some eyebrows. He's brought up some valid points at the same time. This dude's sober now, has changed his life and went through all this other stuff, whatever. Do I think he's a dipshit? Yes, 100%. I've been in contact with dude many times, seen him, talk to him, whatever. I don't fuck with dude. But he's a smart guy. He's reinvented himself. He's doing other things. He's trying to be an activist, whatever. Has his show, says some things. But... He's being accused of rape, abuse, and a lot of other fucking bad shit. And I say, look, again, you brought up some great ideas and stuff that these weirdos call, oh, he's exposing the truth. Which some things are true, yes. Pharmaceutical companies made billions because of these drugs. Whether or not COVID was man-made or some agenda to fucking um, shrink the population and Bill Gates was involved or whatever. Okay. That, that's a bigger issue that we can't deal. Shit's existed. So if COVID does kill people, and like, oh no, it does. That's fake. Now that's bullshit now. Okay. You got a man-made drug possibly say there's an agenda to fucking stop population. So what am I going to do? I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to try to treat myself. I'm not going to stay away from people. What, that, how does that make sense? Please tell me. Okay. Taxes are getting worse. Soda tax, this tax, fucking luxury tax. There's, what is it? Like snack tax? That, that actually exists. Snack tax. Tax exists. Yes. 
You can't avoid them. The big man or BlackRock or fucking, you know, um, what's the other one? Fucking uh, something star, State Avenue, where the fuck it is. The biggest trillionaire companies and the government is fucking us. Okay. When do we fight back and stop taking the cornholing? We can't take this shit anymore. I got an idea. Someone come up with a plan. Someone please give me a game plan on how we take down the government. Okay. How do we stop the taxes, all the bullshit? Okay. This ain't David and Goliath. This is fucking Godzilla. Many Godzillas. Versus fleas. What do we do? Have a civil war? You know what I do? may sound fucked up, not like the greatest solution or answer, but I just work harder. You know? Some people say, oh, I can't. Why not? I mean, I think mentally, you'd be surprised what you could manifest. But, yeah, cool. You know, I thought I was special. Maybe it was, it, again, manifestation. I thought I was special. I thought I was smart. I thought, saw some things. I liked some things. Maybe people got it, people don't. I don't know. Maybe I had it. But what I was damn sure not going to do was be broke. I still have nightmares of it. I think about it here and there. I will never lay down. I'm not going to let obstacles be the death of me. I'm not going to fight, like running into a wall. Like, like I just, it's fucked up. You know? I'm breathing. I'm alive. I'm consuming air as prime time would say. So what am I going to do? Go out there and get it. All right, cool. Shit, I'm getting taxed here, getting taxed here. Boom. Motherfuckers who make money understand it's just part of life. For the people who are less fortunate, yeah, it's a lot harder on them. I actually can't believe I'm still standing right now. If you guys knew even 10% of the shit that I was going through and what I still am going through over these last seven months, most of you people in poverty. Or have gone through other really bad problems. Don't go through this level of trauma. In even two, three decades. To the shit that I'm going through. Okay. But I'm just saying. All this other shit. Like. It's fucked up. Like okay. I understand that there's treatment. Like okay. I don't want anybody to talk to me this way. You got a choice. You don't have a fucking choice with taxes. There's things that we vote on, yes, here and there, but what I'm saying is it's just like, that's just a battle, I'm not, fuck that. It's gonna work harder, make more money, and whatever it is. Back to the real matters at hand. If you do crimes, it don't matter what good you try to do or align yourself with spirituality-wise or God or with charities and shit, you gotta pay the piper. You must pay for your crimes, period. Don't make it about the matrix is trying to take you down. There are legit crimes being charged against Russell Brand, and I can't make an unbiased opinion to any of the allegations against him until I see the evidence and all the charges. Funny part was, he knew about it before the, the media was going to come out with it. So he thought, let me jump in front of this. I'll come out and, you know, jump out and address this shit before. Now, nah. I don't believe none of that shit. Just saying. Get ahead of it sometimes. It works here and there. Nah, I don't, I don't believe it. Again, 
That's my opinion. And it's biased. Just because I know, you know, certain things, whatever, I, I just don't see, I think they're going to take them down. And because of everything else. Thank God you told us that pharmaceutical companies are making billions and all this other stuff and whatever, and you're crazy and all this other bullshit. Nah. Look, yes, it's fucked up that Hunter Biden right now isn't sitting in a jail cell when he should be. But that does not take away the fact that Donald Trump has lied to us in 4K and that he's a piece of shit and that he's a cheater. Saying someone is great for a job in fucking government in your office under your fucking watch in extensive detail to them being charged with crimes and going to jail and then now you throw them under the bus months or, or like a year later saying they're incompetent and so much more like to be completely contradicting like it's nuts if you see these videos i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck about biden or trump and just say i call it out i don't care if it's jordan or miles or my kids or my cousins or my best friends if you are wrong you are wrong I could still love you depending on how wrong you were, you know, why, what reasons, how deep your shit is fucked up. But like with my kids or with your kids, you can help them. You guide them. It starts at home. You show them the light. You guide them the right way. If there is some bullshit you don't agree with, then you help them unlearn that shit. But back to Russell again. This is a fact. He was a heavy Democrat Every liberal. And then all that shit went down like 20, 23 years ago when these allegations going on. I'm sure he was like, fuck this. My day is going to come, you know, like it did for fucking Danny Masterson. Like it probably will come for Russell Simmons and these other people and celebrities, like Kevin Spacey, whatever this Chris Rock shit I'm hearing. And he decided to go far right because he knew the wackos would believe him. Go, Let me just go align with this shit. Let me align with the fucking QAnon and the weirdos, whatever conspiracy theorists. And try to say some shit, right? And speak about some truths like Big Pharma and think that that's going to help you avoid jail time? Nah, dog. No matter how much good you do in the world. And, and remember, I believe everyone deserves a second chance. But Russell, it looks like you're on your fifth chance. And the problem is you never paid the piper. So once your debt to society is settled, then you could go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, do all your little fake shaman shit and do all your other shit with everything else. But nah, I'm not believing you for a fucking second, man. Anyways, let's pay some bills and uh, we'll be back in a minute. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes racing thoughts keep me up at night. Sometimes they wake me up early. Sometimes they stop me from being me. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk them through. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. I've benefited from therapy and BetterHelp has helped me. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. Sometimes it's just nice to have someone to talk to. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash baller today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash baller. As a better, you demand perfection, and my bookie delivers. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash out system that gives you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Join the MyBookie family for an entire season filled with odd boosts, free bets, and super contests. This season has MyBookie, a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code BENBALLER on a deposit of $50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. Bet your deposit amount once, and you're ready to cash out at any time. Again, that's promo code BENBALLER. Baller to claim your cash deposit bonus. You could bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie. You're back, man. I um shot a Kobe documentary that's already in fucking post-production, but they felt like they needed to get my stories in there and talk about a couple of personal experiences with him that were pretty dope. And um it's right when I found out that Ryder was really sick, so I brought him with me, and um, I think he might be in a small part with me, just like some some B-roll stuff. But it was really dope. It was really cool to talk about experiences, what Kobe meant to the city, what Kobe meant to uh, Los Angeles, what he meant to Asian people, and things like that, and to discuss the '90s and the up and downs and things like that. And so, who takes over his legacy now? Like, who who who's the North Star of Los Angeles now? And I didn't really fucking have an answer. Um, but it was dope and I was I was very honored to be asked to be in it. Next up, congratulations are in order for the Los Angeles Dodgers. My motherfucking Dodgers think blue. Division champs. They're supposed to be uh they predicted to finish third. I can still do these meetups and act like it's not gonna change crazy for the seats that we're gonna get in. <laughs> but uh a lot's going on, man. A lot is going on. And speaking of a lot going on, we are month one month away. We are four weeks away from the Wash Lord. Oceanside Scramble at Arrowwood Golf Course in San Diego, October 16th. We start at 10 or 10.30 a.m. I forgot, I gotta ask Popeye again. It is going to be lit. It's gonna be a little bit of a juggling act because I got my kids that weekend. I gotta figure it out. They got school that day. It's gonna be a fucking fun time. We got sponsors. We go out and just have a good fucking time. And we're gonna continue to do these until I'm doing probably one every other month. All right, plan to do one in Europe. Uh, most likely the UK, plan to do one in Dubai, plan to do one in Korea, plan to do one in Miami, plan to do one in fucking Texas, plan to do one in Arizona, in Seattle, and I'm going to keep going with this Wash Lord brand. And I've been investing in it. Golf will always be there for you. It's funny. By the way, um, my coach, Ron, I think I've talked about it already. You know what I'm saying? He went through um, minor heart surgery, um, lung surgery. He's got emphysema. Just found out he has stage one cancer, lung cancer. And I'm just like, fuck, man. But he still came out to give me some pointers because I'm fucking thinking about this this Chicago Live tournament that I'm playing in this week. I'm playing the Pro-Am. We're recording part three in Chicago. 
I had to step away from the show for a little bit. I begged to come back. I said, look, I'm all right. I know mentally that, you know, I'm a little off here and there, but fuck it, I'm always professional. My agency thought that maybe, you know, it's a good idea to, to, to step down. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. I got to make some bread. I got to come out here. I got to pay these fucking attorney's fees. I got to do all this shit. But Ron came out and helped me out. I've been trying to get two, three rounds a weekend. And my ball striking is as best as it's ever been. You know, I think I was playing some of the best golf of my life in January and February. But I understand where I'm at with it better and my form is better. And I'm understanding why things are going bad. But I'm having fewer shanks, fewer bad shots. And again, I'm, I'm hitting the ball a lot better. Because I can't fuck around. You know, I'm just glad that this fucking PGA live shit is over. So I'm excited to see Kepka and fucking Dustin Johnson. And supposedly I'm playing with Cam Smith and people like that. But look, I got to get my shit legit for this stuff. This shit's going down on Thursday. I can't fuck around. That's three days. So please believe tomorrow when I touch down to Chicago, I'm going straight to the course. I'm going to be practicing. I would love to get a practice run on Wednesday. And on Thursday, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have fun. But I'm going out there and I'm motherfucking try to win that bitch. You know. And I got travels coming up. And I have my shits all fucked up. Until I figure out what's going on with a couple things that are kind of in limbo, I just, just can't, you know. Now, I think in four years of having this show, I might have spoke about college football. Outside of me playing it, I spoke about it maybe once. I can't remember, maybe twice at most, but definitely don't talk about it during the season, okay? I told you I jumped on that Colorado fucking uh, University Boulders, the motherfucking, uh, not Boulder, the Buffaloes. I jumped on that bag wagon hard. Like so many millions of people that were tuned into that Colorado University versus Colorado State game, that shit was nuts. Okay. That game was a motherfucking roller coaster. And let me tell you, they counted Dion out. I started seeing all this shit talking going on. Oh, man, the media is going to tear him apart, blah, blah, whatever. They ain't going to win this game. Colorado State's about to fuck him up. There was some dirty-ass shit going on in that game, right? Travis got taken out as one of their star players. Motherfuckers showed resilience. They came back that second half and showed heart. Let me tell you something. Fucking uh, Shadur, fucking uh, Dion's son, the QB, that 90-second, 93-yard run for pretty much essentially the drive to the win was as good as it gets. Tom Brady, Joe Montana. Joe Montana, to me, was just I just so fond of my mind him running the two-minute drill. Like, he just was insane. Okay, that game was crazy. That game ended at 2.30 in the morning for East Coasters. All right, I was like, this game is fucking going on forever. Like, forever in ever but the haters that change their tune once the w fucking got it out like yo haters listen i fuck with who i fuck with right clout is so severe these days it's insane it is a drug i'm a huge fan of fucking prime time like six seven years ago i met his son Deion sanders jr real chill dude started following me he was hitting me up about a few things. Oh, you want to be my dad? Blah, blah, whatever. And I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. He's like, oh, we should get a thing. I just, I'm just a weird person. I'm like, I, I don't need to meet everybody. 
real soft-spoken guy, chill kid, very nice, very chill. Seen a couple of his posts, seen a couple of his tweets. His pops wasn't at Jackson State yet or crushing like he has been over the last two, three years. I don't think he was alive, obviously. He was too young to remember, you know, the real fucking primetime days and stuff. And he wanted to connect. He's like, yo, I can introduce you to pops, blah, blah, whatever. But I was like, nah, I'm good. And I didn't, not that I didn't fuck with him. I think some people have a hard time understanding that. I just wanted to be a fan of his dad from afar. I wasn't going to try to sit there and politically move my way in and try to be cool for, you know, the wrong reasons or whatever and this and that. I don't got to meet you. To, and I would love to be, the mystique is gone. Just wanted to be a fan from afar. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't talked to dude in a minute. I think he hit me up not that long ago. Again, I don't want to meet my idols sometimes. I just rather it be completely organic if me and Dion were going to click up. You know what I'm saying? But like after that game, I went to his Twitter page. And the way that Deion Sanders Jr. talks right now, wow. He talking wild. He got his chest out. I mean, I get it. You know, I'm feeling yourself. Cool, that's your dad. Be proud. But I mean, it is 1,000% 180 degrees different on how he spoke. Now look, I'm a big ass fan. Hope they do well. Do I think they're going to win the championship? No. Think they're going to go further than everyone else thought they would. 3-0 right now. So let's see what happens this Saturday in Oregon. That'll be the real test. I think they, they lose, but you never know. Right? They coming out here to play UCLA. They playing USC in Boulder. Tickets are going out of the roof. The hype is real. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. But they are making it a little too crazy. You know what I'm saying? Having a little Wayne out there. Having motherfuckers in the locker room. All this other shit. I don't know. People are excited. I don't know what to say. It's just dope. Seahawks played in Detroit yesterday. Close game. At 21-17, I was like, look, man. We could fuck around and turn this around. Ain't no thing. We can turn this around. Then my man T.D. Lockett gets in there, gets a touchdown, and I'm like, all right, all right, we good. Then we come back and score another. We up 10 in the fourth quarter. And our defense just can't get together. Jared Goff is out there throwing fucking dimes. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? But we ended up pulling out the W in overtime. And I got to say, I'm excited as hell. I will be in Chicago all week pretty much. And as soon as I touch down, I might have to fuck around and jump on a plane and at least catch this Carolina game because I'm pretty much just selling my fucking season tickets. And I, I can't get out there that much. And then I get out there two or three times. Can't get out there for golf and stuff like that. But I got to get out there for the game. I, I got to see my dogs. I got to see my boys. I got to see my fam. It's going to be weird. And I've already said that last time. But I just, I got to. I got to. I didn't watch too much other NFL. You know, I, I ain't really had the time. The kids were sick. Kind of took up a lot of my time. We're supposed to be at Universal Studios this weekend. We're supposed to do a whole bunch of shit. We end up staying in the fucking house. Pretty much damn near quarantined. Except for the fact I went to Costco to grab some things. And my kids are obsessed with these things called Squishmallows. These like soft, plushy teddy bear things are like collectibles now. They're going crazy for them. And I don't know. I'm just, just, I think at least London's going to school tomorrow. Ryder is questionable. Kai is definitely not going to school tomorrow. But watching that game, you know, was even watching the game all the way through, just it just feels weird. I don't know why. Um, maybe the nostalgia, just 
all the memories in Seattle with uh, Nick's dad, all that stuff. My cousin, just fucking weird. But indirectly directed to the Seahawks, I watched the end of that um, Denver Commanders game and that Russell Wilson Hail Mary was like shit that I used to see him do all the time with the Seahawks. But to not convert that fucking two-point conversion, that's just some Russell Wilson shit. (laughs) It may sound fucked up, but it really is. It is really some Russell Wilson shit. And that's it for sports talk, man. I'm not even gonna start talking about the fucking Lakers for a little bit. Um, What else? What else? Yeah, man, ain't no real TV shit that I've been watching. Am I, am I tripping? Is this not, I've, been, I've been trying to get into some shit. But Force Episode 3 was better than last week. It wasn't great. thought the first episode was the best so far. Episode 2 sucked. Episode 3 was okay. We're getting somewhere. I know what 50's trying to do. And um, man, guys, suggest some movies. I need to watch something. I need to do something. I mean, I mean fuck. There ain't really too much to watch. It's been tough. It's been hard. But yeah, man, uh, short episode today, guys. I'm sorry, man. Um, I have just been so caught up with the kids. I have really been caught up with other things and trying to focus on the golf game, trying to juggle being a dad, a single dad. Shit, that's crazy. I've not used that term yet. But, you know, really, I've been on the phone. I've been on the phone with, you know, people I would not like to be on the phone with. Um, and I'd rather be people talking to people that I would like to talk to, but I, you know, having the kids for four days, they just really wore me the fuck out. So that's it, y'all. Garage sale coming, all that good stuff, guys. Sorry, man. Yeah, this is definitely one of the shorter episodes, but I got, you know, right to it. Got to speak about some things that I really feel. And by the way, guys, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I've slightly got addicted to TikTok, not for like the goofy shit and the pranks, all that stuff. But I'm obsessed with the fucking cop pullover shit. All the pullover shit and, and just, you know, people doing dumb shit and stuff like that. Find out some other information. Any of the conspiracy theory stuff and all the other bullshit and the, the pranks and all that. Or whatever that chick's name is or the number one TikTok. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. But anyways, guys, listen. Have a blessed week. Make it a great week. Make it a great day. Be better today than you were yesterday. Be better this week than you were last week. All right? All right, it's your boy, the Korean John Daly, signing off. I love y'all. Don't forget to subscribe, y'all. Don't forget to subscribe. That's my man, Lakey, in the background. All right, y'all, peace. Peace.